Connect show with Carolyn Racy right here on My Turn Radio. Leave the girls, them with low 
dirty and it's the only line in life that will ever hurt me because it never come from a Caucasian, trust me. This a black colorism, big hypocrisy. So if I wake up tomorrow, look like a browning. Oh, automatically mood, carry the swing. No phone and anger like the song you're missing because I know phone guilty for the same damn thing. What's your perception of a pretty woman? Is it straight nose with her hair well long? Black girls lose self-confidence Cause they attach the word ugly to our complexion Well, since you say that I'm too black for you Why you're not like? I don't know. Uh, I don't know. That's all right. We're gonna keep it moving. If you are as loud as possible, we'll just use your mic technique as usual. You know how we do. Yep. I'm gonna. See and what... we'll keep it rolling. Yep. So what's going on? Well, it's another Monday. Another Monday. 
it's a tough day for me always mondays today, are tough today was a bad day for me oh sorry to hear that i just had one of them days <laughs> which you felt the brunt of it today i am sorry uh, <laughs> i apologize well it was just yeah, enough. girl, you were in rare form, huh? I, I'm woman enough to admit that you got the brunt of it today. I is apologizing. You were in rare form, <laughs> if I should say so myself. Yeah. <laughs> That's all I can say. I'm, well, I'm we drinking, all have our days. I'm drinking out of our my days. good vibes uh, mug to see if I can be in a good vibe tonight. Okay, nice. Talk about it. I love it. So tell the peoples where they can get this good vibe mug from, you know? Everybody, I named it good vibe because every time I talk to someone, it's like, oh, you just give, you just have this thing about you have this good vibe about you. It's like I felt like I've known you forever and going on and boosting my, just feeding my ego. And I'm like, you know what? Why not start a line that says good vibes, especially with what's going on today in today's world. Everybody need a little good vibe. So I started making mugs and T-shirts. I love it. (laughs) So when you when you have on a good vibe, you're in a good vibe. That is so corny, isn't it? (laughs) What a plug. What a plug. (laughs) Want to be in a good vibe? Try good vibes. I even have my try gra- good vibes. I even have grandma promoting my thing. All right, I see that. Yes. She oh, said, you're fabulous. She grandma. was like, grandma was like, for good vibes, try good vibes. <laughs> for a good vibe, try, try good, good vibes. vibes. <laughs> okay, all right. Yes. And we're talking about the grandma who is. 94 years old 94 and looking fabulously fabulous okay so yeah if she tells me about good vibes i'll take her advice because at 94 years old and still doing it she looks so fabulous and exercising and doing cartwheels and And standing on her neck and putting me to shame yeah okay so she she knows all about the vibes she told me the other day (laughs) You know, this COVID thing just mess up my whole thing. So I'm like, Grandma, what are you talking about? Mess-? She said, I can't even go dance. I can't even go out to pop. I'm like, lady. <laughs> I said, when you come yeah, back down here, because I took her back home. I said, when you come back down, we're going to have a little party for you so you can dance. I'm going to invite some people. And you have your little music and your little Appleton, because she loves her little Appleton girl. Okay. And then we're going to have a look for her. Yes. The secrets to living longer. Yes. There you go. Uh She's 94 years old. Leave her alone. She's not in a walker. I mean, that lady is strong. She looks fabulous and fashionable. Absolutely. Yes. Love it. Love it. Love it. So, I don't know if I missed your intro, my dear. Oh, you did miss it. I did? Okay, I'm sorry. Uh Uh-huh. All sure right. Didn't miss it in both. Thank All right. you very much. All right. So, All right. Well, well right since now, I missed, missed your intro, 
All I'm going to say is here we are another Monday and and just from me, Carol, to everybody and from Reese, I know Reese already did this, but from me, I just want to repeat what she said and just welcome everybody to our Let's Connect show. You guys know how we do. We love you for being with us every Monday. You know, whether it's a rocky Monday, Monday, it's a smooth Monday, it's a warm Monday, it's a cold Monday. It doesn't matter. Huh? Once it's Monday. Once it's Monday. Listen, we're here and we try to do it really well for you guys. We try to give you a good show. And, you know, we, we asked all of our friends to come on to join us for this conversation. So if you all are coming home from work right now and you're home and you're getting the kids ready and you, you're making some dinner for them and all that, guess what? We're going to be talking about colorism today. We're kicking off and we have Black amazing guests. Yes, kicking off the Black History Month. Um, so that's what we're doing today. So you want to join us and you guys know this. I say it every week. I love your comments. I love it when you chime in and you talk with us so we don't feel like we're just talking at you, you know, or we're just talking to each other because we can do that by ourselves, right, Reese? Me and you. We sure can. Yeah, which we do. (laughs) Um, But when we come on, we want to hear from you guys. So we love it when you comment. Yes, we do. We love it when you ask questions. So if you're not sure how you can comment with us also, just hop on our Facebook Live. Let's connect Facebook Live page right we are now. Live. Yes, we are live. If you want to see us and you want to see us cutting up like we normally do yeah. <laughs> every Monday. <laughs> I mean, I try to be the straight faced and everything, but Carol just <laughs> I just, you know, Wait, are you trying to say I'm the one who messes with you? All the time. I make you that way? You make me this way. Yeah, okay. I think everybody knows the real. I can't even say it with a straight face. You can't even say that with a straight face. Uh-huh. Yep. <laughs> can't even say that with a straight face. Come on, man. Yes, for shame. So. But listen, it is what it is. We would not be our show if we didn't have our yin and yang. Yes. Okay. So that's what we are. That's what we do. Welcome, everybody. Welcome, all of our friends. We love you for being with us. This is the show called Let's Connect. And we are here with you. And you guys are riding with us. As Reese say, you guys are going to have some good vibes with us from what time to what time? From 6 o'clock to 9 o'clock. That's right. We are here. So come join us. Come chat with us. Check us out. So, so how, right what, now, what are we doing now? We are going to do what? It's time for wow. What's affecting us? All right, Miss Reese. Don't play with me. All right, Miss Reese. Not a point, <laughs> you are on point. Yes. I love it. <laughs> listen, so, I need my this... job, girl. So I gotta <laughs> listen to what the mouth say. <laughs> oh my gosh. So this is our wow, everybody. And this is what's affecting us. Or sometimes I like to say what's affecting Reese. Because you know, Reese, 
Abby. Bring bring it on, girl. Come on, let, let's hear it. What's up? What's affected me this week? Uh, you know, well, I don't know if you guys know, you know I love Nick. You know, he have his eight kids. And last week we talked about where he introduced... Are you talking his, about Nick, Nick Cannon? Nick Cannon, where he okay. introduced his eighth child. So, mm. you know, Nick is very transparent. He talk in business. Yes, he, that like, he is. Right? So I guess the... Um, Zane, which was the son that passed away a couple months ago, you know, the mother is still fresh, grieving, and I guess the fact that he announced that he has had an eighth baby on the way, and, you know, it was all kind of thing. So he came on and apologized to all his baby mamas, you know, for, for putting their, like, not considering their feelings and how they mm -hmm. would have felt mm -hmm. especially the one that passed away um a couple months ago that's so nice. you know he was out there and apologized that's what i love with nick nick is just he's transparent and he's open to all this criticism i mean he laughs about it he's a good sport about it i was watching his thing somebody gave him a for valentine's a pre-valentine's gift did you see it no. A vending machine full of condoms. Well, yeah, that's a good gift for him. That is a good gift. That's a good gift for him. Yes. I thought that was so funny. I thought that's that was a so good fu gift. He needs that. He needs like 10 of those all he? around his house, in his car, wherever he travels to. He just needs somebody to walk behind him everywhere he goes with this vending machine. Yeah. And every time they just he looks or he but, thinks he scratches his head. Yeah. They just put the vending machine yep, down and say, um, yeah, yeah, for real. And the vending machine just go cha ching <laughs> as a reminder. Like, <laughs> he don't need a reminder, he needs to chill now. But as he says, he takes care of it, take care of his kids, and that's it. That's the bottom line, you know. Yeah. So, people are always gonna talk, you know, we always go to find something to talk about. So that was yeah, people one. are gonna talk. Everybody's gonna he does, and I like his um how would you say he makes fun of himself. If you can't you make know? fun of yourself, trust me, I do it all the time. People he makes fun crazy. of himself. If you can't I make think fun like of today on his show, he said even for the holiday, um, what does he call it? Baby making music. Yes, he had and what are the artists? Like, Listen, I know I make babies, but yes, I was watching that. Yes. And he had his audience, I think this was a few days ago, he had his pick audience them. trying to pick out the Who next is, name yeah. for his next child. Yeah. I mean, he believes in having fun and making fun of himself, so yes. he's a good sport. It is. He is. He's and a good sport. What can you say? You know, and that way, in a way, it combats the negativity, you know, because if he greets it with positivity... It washes out the negativity. So all those people that talking and talking smack about him. Exactly. He's like, like okay, okay, I'm going to join I, in. So I'm what not, you got? He is not phased one bit. He's using it and, you know. He's like, okay, so what you, I mean, it's not like anybody's opinion is going to change the way he lives his life. At all. You know, Nick is what, what we say or do is not going to matter to him. He doesn't care. I love me some Nick regardless. And then piggybacking off that, he had Marie Osmond on the show. 
Mm. I don't know if you know Marie Osmond, Donnie Osborne, back in the day. Yeah. So she ended up marrying her ex-husband who they uh, who I mean they were divorced for 26 years okay. and they remarried after being divorced for 26 years oh. my question is would you do that and real, real quick <laughs> they asked the husband what is the secret to a long or a loving marriage or something he says, take 25 years off. <laughs> I thought that was cute. I thought that was cute. That's funny. Yes, take 25 years off. I always say it. If marriage had a marriage license should be like a driver's license. You get married with the option to renew. And the, I, I think that I'm telling you. More marriages. Would no, well, I disagree with you on that. There, you know, my, we've talked about this many times, even I, on this show. I, I disagree with that. Listen, if you're married, you're married. Listen, you made the decision to go in there, so you deal with it. Sometimes okay? you need a break. You you work it out and you deal with it. Sometimes you need uh, a you break. Make, exactly. Everybody you ain't got no needs renewal a and this and that. Like like, there's an option to renew. Option to renew. renew my let me foot. look at it and be like, huh? Let me see. And that option to renew thing usually works for the man and not the woman. Are you giving me all kind of headache? Let me see if I want to renew this. Yeah. Uh, yeah. After I have six babies for you, in Nick's case, you know, whatever, whatever his football team is. After I have six babies for you, and I, where am I going talking about I'm renewing this? I'm walking out of this marriage with six babies. Why are you with you don't six babies? So you'd rather be unhappy. In a no, marriage. I didn't say that. Okay. I did not say that. Now, but now maybe that's the a whole not level a, we have. No, to but that's off. a whole idea of renewing your marriage. If so you, you f- can't stay there and figure out how to make yourself happy. Listen, y'all work it out. I can't even make myself if you're happy. Not happy if the option is not just to run out and be like, listen, I'm. But going, I I'm tried out. it. <laughs> Twenty years, and I tried. After that, it's like a car when that lease up. Bye. Bye. But you know what? You know, in all, <laughs> listen, you got married in the first place for a reason. So they had, they must have had that love for each other. Love and that's fade. why they got married. Love can That's fade. why they got married in the first place. Love so the fact that they fade. remarried. <laughs> love can fade. They still, they still had it. You know, would yeah. I do it? It depends. It depends. Years. Sometimes, like you said, maybe at the time they were just, disagreeing and they just couldn't get along and stuff and then you know people age people mature they get older each other yeah but at the same time like in their cases if you mature later and you realize that wait a minute i was really dumb i was doing some dumb stuff in this relationship in the first place and maybe the problem was me and you figure out how to fix your mess, right? Then yes. you all can reconcile and do it. You know, now yeah, that you that's know why they have therapy. That's why they have couples therapy. I'm not just saying to throw in the towel just like that. No, but what if you work and then you go to therapy? You do everything possible to make it work, and it just ain't working. Bye. <laughs> and no renewing. Bye no. with your six babies. I, 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 I'm I, out I with my six babies I, over here. 
Well, listen. That's just my opinion on that. I hear well, you, I don't girl. have no ex that I would remarry anyway. Let's just put it <laughs> I don't have none, no one. Hell to the no. There is a reason why we when, are exes. When you're done, you're done. But I don't have is none it? that I would be like, hmm. Ain't no looking Let back. Let me see. Maybe I'd go up. Oh, hell no. Uh-uh. Sorry, people. I'm just keeping you, it real. You would be one of them people that say, hit the road, Jack. Yeah, don't don't, don't you, you come, come back, back no more, more, no more, no more. No more, no more, hit, hit the, the road, road, Jack. Jack. <laughs> no more. No more. Not more. Mo. No more. No <laughs> You are done. Stick I'm a fork in you. You are done. That I marriage is done. I'd rather be by myself uh, like a golden girl. You know them golden yeah. girls? I'd rather be by myself than no. Mm-mm. That's another show anyway. That's a whole nother That's a whole right nother. Oh, how could I forget? It's love month. Oh, I so love love. It's love February. Month? February, the month. This is the love. only time that there is love for no, you. No, but it's extra. in this I month. Just, no, but the only it's month extra. you get love or it's you get extra. love. It does extra. Girl. It does extra. <laughs> you walking around this whole month going, ooh, love. I just love. Let me give you some love. Let me give you some love. Give me some love. Give me some love. Give me, give me, give me, give me love, love. That's the month of February. <laughs> Extra love. Huh, love maybe love. that's why I look, I'm going to keep an eye on you. I love love. I guess for real. this month, you're going to be in a good mood. I'm going to be in a, month, not huh? a good mood, a good ass mood. Oh, okay. Well, excuse me. You are excused. Oh, you said what you said. Yes. I don't know. I'm just a sucker for love. I watch <laughs> too much Lifetime and Hallmark movies. You a sucker for love. I am a sucker for dime. You kicking him out the door, huh? You a sucker for love, huh? I'm a sucker for love. <laughs> I sure am. All the time. Oh, my goodness. Ah, so guess what? Hey, Aldrin. What? Let's send a big shout out to Aldrin. He's joining us from, he says, I'm linking up from Jamaica. See? That's my friend. That's All my right. friend. We is, he, oh. You're listening. Oh, he's watching and listening. Hi, Aldrin. And listening straight from Jamaica. You see that? He see his crazy friend. He's seen his crazy friend acting out. (laughs) This is the only time I can act crazy and not be judged because this is a show of no judgment. What do you mean not be judged? (laughs) We don't judge. But people people judge me, right? (laughs) (laughs) Oh my god. Oh my yes. goodness, that's funny. But listen, you are who you are, so cut up, girl. Cut mm-hmm. up. It's love month. I don't care what nobody says. We are welcoming our friends. I just love how we have our listeners from all over the world. Yes. You know, we've got Jamaica, we've got the UK, we've got folks from Oh, we Canada. got cat we had Canada last week. We had um my cousin from Canada last week. Yes, child. Yes. Yes, yes, I absolutely love it. And all of our friends from right here in the United States of of America. That's right. United States of America. Yes, yes, yes. I absolutely love it. And I welcome you all. And thank you for commenting. You know, keep commenting and and let us know that you're there and you're listening. I want to hear love stories. That's what I want to hear. During the during, during the month of February, I want to hear some lovey lovey stuff. Well, so we're not hearing no love stories tonight. So no, tonight, but not is, love stories, not but you know, hearing any love stories. Love, love. Mm-hmm. But during the month of February, let's you know. 
before we do our topics and stuff. Well, next week, we can talk about that. All we want next week because it's Valentine's Day. Oh, next yes. Mm-hmm. Yes, yes, yes. So next week, yeah, you insisted on yes. this and I had to give in to you. Because it's love, baby. So, <laughs> so what are you doing next week? Not a damn thing. What's <laughs> so what are you doing for the show next week? Talk about love. Talk about love. Love and relationships <laughs> and all that good stuff, good feeling stuff. Too much, you know what I'm saying? Stuff. I want to be people business. I want to know how they felt when they fell in love for the first time. How you know when you're in love? All that good thing. Do you still feel butterflies? Does that thing still happen? You know what no. I'm saying? Well, there you have it. So, everybody, you heard it. Reese is laying out the plan for next week's show. And as usual, she wants to be all up in your business. I want that tea, baby. Yep. She wants to be all up in your business. She she lives for that. I love so people So, we definitely business. want to hear from you guys. We want you to call in. Um, well, I don't know. That's up to Reese. But we want you to send us your comments. Let us know. Join us live. And tell us your love stories and your stories about your relationships but we have to keep it clean as usual you know okay (laughs) (laughs) i'm gonna say it because reese not gonna say it i'm gonna say it we gotta keep it clean call it up call it up (laughs) we gotta clean it we gotta keep it clean okay yes yes Oh, Michelle, Michelle, Michelle. Oh, we just love Michelle. Michelle is, let me tell you, Michelle is the, the what should we say? Every Monday, she is on point. She's our Even writer. if she has to go to the That's bathroom. Right. What did you say? One of the times she went into the bathroom to listen to us. She's at work and she <laughs> sneaks into the bathroom and she's checking us out. We just love Michelle. She's amazing. Hey, Michelle. <laughs> thank you for joining us as usual. Oh, she says, I'm at work. I can't stay, but I'm going to watch it later on, too. Oh, we just absolutely love you, girl. She said, ain't nobody got time for that, girl. You better got time for love. (laughs) (laughs) All righty. Oh, she's so amazing. Love her. Yes. I love when they sneak and when they sneak and, and to listen to it. That means that I'm being nice. I know. Yeah. See, our friends and our listeners, our listeners are our amazing friends, and we treat them like our friends because that's how we feel about you guys. So we love it when you join us. We love it when you cut up with us, and we love it when you cut up with this crazy Reese woman over I, here. I, I try, you know, because y'all love to hear her stories. That's why you tune in every week, also. And they're all true. <laughs> I'm writing a book, so stay tuned for that, cause huh? Oh Lord, I'm not in your book, am I? I, I better not be in your book. <laughs> Leave my name out of your book. Okay. Thank you very much. Okay. <laughs> okay. So now. <laughs> Oh, that's what what uh, that's that that was our wow for today yes 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 our wow for today and now what do you know i know what are we doing now hold on let's see it's now time for our topic of the day I do not want to get fired. So I listen. <laughs> I when you get written up, there's a reason you get written up, okay? 
So now she's getting ready to throw me under the bus. Uh-uh. For shame. See? For shame. Well, guess what, everybody? I am so excited today. Yes. So excited. Yeah. Why am I excited, Reese? You tell them. I did enough talking. You tell them why you're excited. Today. You did enough talking? Oh, my goodness. <laughs> I guess it's time for me to start talking. Uh-huh. Did you think you did enough talking? Mm. So... I am excited, everybody, because you know we have a special topic today. Yes, to kick off Black History Month. Yes, we are talking about colorism. As usual, you know what I always say. Grab your pen, grab your paper, because we are dropping some gems on you guys today, and you're going to love it. And as usual, we want your comments, okay? So send your comments, send your questions and everything. But we have a special guest in the house today. And who oh, is yeah. that? Oh, oh, oh yeah. Oh, oh, we have oh. a... <laughs> You're not even drinking. So, Sean. You know I don't need no drink to be all acting like this. We don't drink and we still act the fool. We still act the fool. So, hopefully so. you will not be scared after you finish this interview. <laughs> no, she's going to love us. So, everybody, we have a special guest. And her name is Sean Sibley. And I hope I pronounced your last name right, Sean. Yes, you did. (laughs) Yes, yes, yes. Welcome, welcome, welcome. And (laughs) Sean, I want to take a quick minute right now, honestly, to properly introduce you and tell everybody who you are a little bit. I want to start out, okay? I am (laughs) so excited about you because I, when I went to your Instagram page, and I took a look at your information and stuff. I was so excited to chat with you because in our black and brown communities, I love talking to, and Reese knows this, both Reese and I are like this. We love talking to people who are positive and people who really help to educate our audience because that's what we do on this show every week. That's what we do. So I was so excited when I saw your information and then I read a little bit about you and I was like, well, mm. So everybody, let me tell you about this lady here. Not only is she beautiful and gorgeous, and y'all, you better tune in and take a look because you will see for yourself, okay? Beautiful lady. She is actually a colorism researcher and scholar, everybody, and an activist, okay? She is, bear with me a moment. I I have to get through this. She's a second year Pan-African Studies master's student at the University of Louisville, where she's also a graduate teaching assistant for African-American music and newly a peer mentor and research assistant with the Kent School of Social Work. Okay, she does a lot, everybody. And this is kind of why, you know, she might not toot her own horn, but I want to toot it for her just a little bit, okay? Because I am supportive of her. When people are doing so many big things, we've got to talk about it. So she's a graduate teaching assistant, like I told you guys already. Um, She's actually, guess what? She's working on her thesis, everybody. She's working. I don't, man, when I hear the word thesis, my brain is about to explode. Trust me, you know, my brain is not normal. So I hear thesis. (laughs) Yeah, we know you're not normal. You have to remind everybody. Yes, I need to remind. Now you're going to scare her off. (laughs) Maybe she can't help me. Thesis. (laughs) Help you? I don't think there's any help for you. We're beyond that. that Wait a minute. Let me finish introducing her before your brain messes up my stuff right now, lady. So, 
everyone, let me get back to my proper introduction of my guest here. So she's working on her thesis, right, that examines the impact of colorism and discrimination on crime trajectories. Okay, Rizzi, don't try to say that, please. Yes. So she has a developing organization as well, okay, and it's called Let's Talk Colorism. Ding, 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 ding. Let's talk colorism.org. So that's one of the reasons we're here today. Yes. And I'm so excited because she knows a lot about this subject. And if you go to her IG page, you'll see how much information she has there. And I think you also have Sean your own podcast, right? Or you you where you my website, let's talk colorism.org. Yes. And then Instagram. Um, my Instagram is the color in me underscore. Yes, the color in me, everybody. So when you go on to Instagram, check that out, the color in me, and you'll see you had some wonderful conversations with different people. I was checking them out um, and just really blown away by everything that you're, you're presenting and you're, you're educating everybody on. Um, but something else that I find um, interesting is that um, your primary professional goal right, is to become a professor of African-American studies or sociology and potentially teaching a course about colorism, teaching. I want to talk about that a little bit later as well, because I want to hear a little bit more about that. So you want to teach about colorism besides, alongside your organization. So you're all about this whole subject of colorism and educating folks. Love it. Um, and really, your organization, Let's Talk Colorism.org, um, seeks to eradicate colorism through research, interviews, activism, protests, developing a, a mentoring for, program, creating a therapist database, database to assist others with finding support, support groups, and lobbying to enforce mandatory class on colorism and racism. Oh, my goodness. I know I said a mouthful, everybody. So take a breath. Take it all in. I hope you all got some of what I said. But as we go along in our conversation here, uh, we're going to talk about it a little bit more and, you know, whip out your pen and your notebook because you want to jot some of this information down. Definitely. So, Sean, welcome. Yeah. Thank you. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Thank you for the introduction. <laughs> oh. Yes, hello. Thank you for welcoming me to your radio show. Yes, you are so welcome. And we're so excited to chat with you today. I know that was a long intro, but <laughs> yeah, I, really my bio's kind of <laughs> I need to shorten it because every time I go somewhere, people are like, they have to just read half of them. I'm like, well, you didn't say short one or I can do a short one, but <laughs> that's okay. That's okay. Because listen, the topic we're talking about today, colorism is an important topic and you have a lot to back it up. So I really, I wanted to go through that just to let our audience know why you're here and the fact that, you know, you've done all these different things and you are doing these things and the reason why you're doing it. So I think it was important to go through everything because I don't always read everybody's bio, obviously, you know, I take little pieces out, but right. I wanted to go through yours a bit because everything helps to support your journey so far and the journey that you're continuing to embark on and why, you know? Yes. Yeah, I love it. Our audience, they, they like when I do that. Yeah. I, right, Reese. Yes, ma'am. 
Why are you so quiet now? You got I'm, ready, I'm ready to learn. See? Your mind is blown. I'm ready. I got my book. Got your notebook? Yep. All right, girl. Whip it out. Keep you know your pen and, and paper ready. I want to learn them big words. Trajectory. <laughs> I knew you were going to say that. I just see. I know you so well. <laughs> I knew you were going to get stuck on that. <laughs> Uh, anyway, let me stop laughing. Let's show Don't make that. me I'm laugh. Ready. Today. We're ready. Don't make me laugh today. All right. So, <clears throat> right off the bat, Sean, is there anything that I missed in your bio that you kind of wanted to to say that you've done? Oh no, you you touched everything. <laughs> okay, good, good, no, good. No. I want to make sure that I give it justice. So, what in your words? What's colorism for all of our audience and our people? We have a lot of people, like I said, we got people right now from the Caribbean, straight from Jamaica. We got, we've got an international audience and folks are tuning in. We love you guys for supporting. Um, so stick with us, send us your questions as usual. But what is colorism for people who may not know and understand it? Okay. Yeah. So colorism is described as a form of systematic discrimination against people who have dark skin. You can see it in most ethnic communities. Um, it's a very prevalent phenomenon, but it's under discussed taboo. Um, but yes, it is a form of systematic discrimination that you can find in, yeah, in most ethnic communities. I've spoke with people um, in India about it. I uh, lived in Thailand for a few months. I uh, experienced it there. They have issues with colorism there. Of course, we have it here in America um, in different ethnic communities. So it's a popular, well, not popular. It's a prevalent phenomenon, but just kind of under discussed. Yeah. Right, stick a pin right there. You said something that I have to ask. You said you were yes. in Thailand yes. for a couple months. Yes, for and about three to four months. And you said that there's colorism over there. Oh yeah, we're gonna get into that recently. Yes. We'll get to that girl. Okay. No worries. Gonna we're gonna sure. get down to that. I just wanna make sure I heard right because my mind yeah. said Thailand and I'm thinking, okay, all right. So Yes, girl. Just make it yep. sure. Don't worry. We're gonna talk about that too because I you know, and I'll tell you why later. I do. Um, I am very, very familiar, even with the Asian cultures and stuff. Oh yeah, we and know. BC knows this. <laughs> Look at her face. <laughs> Don't be surprised yes. if you see her coming in here looking like a Chinese one, an Asian one day. <laughs> You're so silly. But so, and it's very, very prevalent in Asia. So I want to talk about that a little bit because I did see that you spent time in Thailand. And I want to hear your firsthand experience about yeah. that. But so we move from colorism. And I'm so glad that you explained that for people who don't know, because a lot of people may mistake it or confuse it with racism. Yeah. You know? And that's like the, the typical thing. It's like, oh, colorism. Oh, that's you being racist. But right. It's, yeah. But it's, it's not. A, oh, sorry. Go ahead. Go ahead. Well, it's, it's not racism. It derives from racism. It's. Uh, Lupita Nyong calls, uh, described colorism as the daughter of racism. Mm -hmm. So, but people often, like my research recently, a lot of people were like conflating the two. So yeah, it's really common to be like, oh, colorism, racism, but they're two separate ideologies. They're connected, but they are separate. 
Absolutely. Because usually also in terms of colorism for those folks who may even want to hear a little more, colorism usually is like that prejudice between light and dark skin or a prejudice against darker shade people, but it happens within the race, within right? The race. Within the same race, usually. It's not like, you know, white against black or this and that. It's within a race. You know, they're yeah. prejudiced or, or against each other, right? Yes, that's right. But there is also, which this is this part people will like argue you down about, say it doesn't exist. <laughs> but white people are definitely can definitely be colorist as well like they definitely when you when you say that when people say oh no white people see us all the same da, 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 da. you guys are making this up it's not true you have to look at disparities such as like in the criminal justice system for example where you have darker skinned women particularly and men um, but there's one particular study in North Carolina where they found that darker skinned women were receiving 12% more time in prison than lighter skinned women. So that right there tells you when you usually have white people who are in the criminal justice system that white people as well um, can perpetuate colorism. Um, and another example, I would say um, there's this game that I've been trying to get the videos taken down from YouTube. You might have saw it on my page where people do like light skin versus dark skin and they go up and ask people do they prefer light skin or dark skin i wanted to ask you if you don't mind us showing that video you oh know. no i don't mind. okay i saw that and and what um sean is talking about everybody is um <clears throat> she posted on her ig page and um young i would say kids but you know young people They'll go around and they'll ask each other, light skin versus dark skin. Reese, it's in the, the WhatsApp, the link. The one with the little, you said the. Yeah, it should be in there if you can just click on it. Um, and it's like light skin versus dark skin. And I, I was fascinated to see that. And in every instance, everybody's choosing light skinned. Yes. And all the, the young dark skinned children are choosing light skinned. So maybe we can play that video real quick, Reese. Is Recy. it the one where it says from a child's perspective? Yes. Okay. No, 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 not that one. It, it's it's the one it says it's about it's a petition to take down those videos. It may say, um, YouTube must take down light skin versus dark skin videos. Okay. It's, I may not have seen the petition. No, yeah, that's not the one that you I mean, oh, I think you're talking. I think you're you're talking. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. You're okay. talk, talking about the the one where I put up where kids were talking about their perspectives. Yes, and that's a rule too. That's that has the videos on there as well. I thought you yeah. were talking about the petition, which oh, I have okay. a full length video of the different things people say on those. So either one will work. I just I didn't know which one you were referring to. But okay. yes. So um, let's play that video real quick, Reese, and then you can tell us about the petition because people need to understand why you have this petition and and yeah. you know to to see if it's valid, the validity of this petition and why. Right. So Reese, yeah. you got it? It's from the child's perspective. You got that? Yeah. <laughs> okay. Show me the dumb child. And why is she the dumb child? Because she plays. Well, show the, me the, the ugly the child. The petition one would be on the like the child? last two two slides. Okay. Show me the good-looking child. 
and why is she the good looking I'm sorry the light skin versus dark skin videos will be on the last two slides okay so skip through Reese click on the arrow to go forward swipe okay the last two um hang on go back a little bit I want to play one I saw go back one go back one more go back go back this one it's it's a it's a little African child, but forward one, forward one. Yeah, play this one, please. I like light skin because it's like making my color, it's making me like making me more prettier, but not really light. I also want it to be mixed with black too, so you can be like light brown. Let me ask you this question. Where does that come from? Do you understand what I'm asking you? What has made you feel this way? That lighter is finer. Why? Nothing. But there's a reason. Is it because when you look at people, what is this? I just like to be lighter, but I don't want to be very fair. And you don't know why? Yeah. You don't know why? just don't like black skin. Black. Okay. Swipe through. She says she black. just doesn't like black skin. And this beautiful baby girl has dark skin. Wow. You know, so which one um did you want us um, to go? It would be the last two would be the, the the YouTube videos. Yes, right there. Which one? Okay. Yeah. Go back one. I saw this one too. Play it, please. So they out here with Rosaya. And today's question is dark skins or light skins? Light skins, because I'm black as hell already. Yep, the other one. Uh, light skins. Why? You know what I'm saying? I like caramels, though, too. Caramel. Whoa! Gorgeous. I like caramels, too. Uh, light skins because they're curly hair, and you know, they like, they have beautiful skin. Beautiful? Yeah, hey, I like the light skins, too, so I don't blame you. But caramels right. though, they like it's just something about them. I heard like they're, you know, it's juicy and it's yeah. and their lips are like good. Good lips. All right. Uh, yeah. Like. Wow. Okay. Yeah. One thing I'll say about that is those I was making a point about younger kids on that one. But yeah. if you go on YouTube and type in like skin versus dark skin public interview, you'll see thousands of those videos. They include college people. They include people at HBCUs, they include grown people. Like it's not like some people will try to tell me, oh, it's just young people. No, it's people, you see older people doing it as well in college. There was one on a HBCU, several on HBCU campuses. So they happen all over. It's not just young people. So I was trying to get the videos removed because um, on the longer clip, you will see that some of the stuff that is said in the videos is like, I mean, that was kind of tame compared to some of the other stuff that you'll see uh, in the videos. Some very horrible stuff is said, particularly about dark skinned girls um, in those videos. So I think it's important to get those removed because, I mean, they're harmful yeah, to the mind. Yeah. Yes, they're harmful yes, to the mind. And they're harmful to these young people and not just young people, everybody, they're harmful to your self-esteem. But if you're starting with this mindset from the time you're younger, 
you don't stand a chance when you get to be an adult. This is already ingrained in you that you are less than. And especially or, now where this mental health is exactly. off the chain, mm-hmm. this is just adding to it. Exactly. This is just adding to it. So, yes. so, so, Sean, what do you think this does to a, a young person's self-esteem? What do you think it does? How does it affect the self-esteem? Well, you know, we don't even have to guess about it. There has been studies done on how colorism impacts self-esteem, self-worth, um, mental, even mental illness. Um, they found that people who experience colorism have higher rates of mental health issues to include anxiety and eating disorders. They've found that people who experience colorism are more likely to have suicidal thoughts and um, suicidal actually to make those take those actions. And then in the case of self-esteem, you do have it does cause lowered self-esteem. And you particularly see that among lower income, um, younger, dark skinned girls, women, uh, that it impacts them more. But yes, across the board, they have research that shows that it has a significant impact on the self-esteem and mental health, like you were saying earlier, uh, Ricky, uh, in general. Yeah, absolutely. You know, and it just really struck me when I saw how young they were. And like we said, it's not just young kids, it's older folks as well. You know, even myself as a dark-skinned person, (laughs) you think I haven't experienced it? Yes, I have. Well, you're not dark. I mean, in in society, you are not dark. yes. Yes, in society, we're dark. dark. And my whole life, I've gone through that. Let me tell you, I've gone through that my entire life because I am too dark. And you're too dark for some people. And it's like, they make you feel like, okay, it affects you in, I want to talk a little bit also like in the schools or in the education system, because I know that that's where you're you're aspiring, you're, you're training to be a teacher, as you talked about, and teaching about colorism and and stuff so i wanted to touch on that a little bit in terms of the education system how does that affect how does colorism affect our our education yes and i'm definitely going to i'm actually doing a i'll be speaking about that tonight and i'll also be doing a live conversation with um dr anderson she studies colorism in education on thursday but it definitely impacts with education so first of all studies have already found that lighter skin people do tend to go further in their um education uh in the education system and you have to think about why and that's because who's encouraged to do what who's encouraged to, because like in some studies you even found like more qualitative studies when they actually talk to young dark skin girls and they talk about, oh, my sisters were actually encouraged to go to college. I was encouraged to do this. So you possibly have people being not encouraged to go to college. And even when you look at schools, there's information on how teachers look at kids uh, based on you know their skin tone. And they have found that there's this thing called like a halo effect with lighter skinned children where teachers are prone to, to view them in a more positive way. And this is so significant that they found that darker skinned girls are actually more likely to be suspended from school. So you have this ideology about that considers dark skin more uh, less intelligent, not as uh, beautiful, not as um, you know well-behaved it causes these issues within schools. So it definitely has a profound impact 
on how far we go in school, how we're treated while we're in school, even our friendships in school. And you have to think about the bullying that takes place in schools as well that's associated with skin tone. So you have that um, as well. So it, it plays, definitely plays a significant impact on schools and, and, and the education system as a whole. That's so true. I have a little story about that too. I just wanted you to explain that so people can hear that because you are an educator. And when I was in high school, <laughs> you know, and I went to high school in Brooklyn, yes, peoples, okay. And um, I was encouraged to just like drop out, not, not finish and just um, go into the military or something. And I was like, why? And this is not to say anything about the military. That's not what we're talking about. But right. I was encouraged not to finish, you know, my education. And my father was livid when I tell you livid and he had to go down there and kick up a ruckus because he's like, what are you trying to do to my child? Uh, you know, so good thing I had parents who were very, very supportive and were not having it. And on the other hand, um, and I had a, a teacher, he was also dark skin and a math teacher, and I will never forget him. And he encouraged me and with his push and encouragement. I got through my high school years in like about a year and a half. I was done, honey, done, over with it, done. And he wanted me to be a mathematician because my grades were that good at the time. That's, that says nothing about me right now. Because right now, Reezy. Two and two is several. <laughs> What'd you say? Two and two is several. Two and two is seven. Yes. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Right now, two and two might as well be seven. Yeah. But back then, you know, he was encouraging me. He was like, you should do, you know, math and go further in it and stuff like that. But I had somebody who was pushing me and supporting me. So we all need to have that. And I experienced that even from back then. I was always the little black girl. And then later on in corporate America, always, the you know, black woman. Hmm? No, I said in the workplace, no, it's the angry black woman. Is the angry black woman. Mm -hmm. Exactly. You know, so we've all experienced that because as long as you speak up and you're vocal about maybe something that you're not happy with, then you become the angry black woman. But I just wanted you to explain, and I'm so thankful that you explained that to everybody. It started you know, how it affects the education system there. You don't get the opportunities that perhaps the lighter skinned um, children get and that push, you know, Absolutely. to do better for advancement. You don't get that. Um, you had touched on something earlier too, when you talked and you talked about it, not just being in the black community, also in the Caucasian community and the system there is colorism and you're so right because even from way back in the days of slavery etc the yeah. lighter skinned talk about expand on that a little bit what what you were you started yeah. talking about yeah so I find it interesting when people say you know that white people don't see the difference when if we look at how colorism even started in the black community it would be <laughs> from slavery days where there was differentiation between, um, you know, dark skinned slaves and the mixed race or lighter skinned slave slaves where we had um, the lighter skinned slaves who were all in the children um, of the masters who were in the house 
able to learn trades faster, um, were usually emancipated earlier than darker skinned slaves. Um, by the time we actually were emancipated from slavery, most of the people who were emancipated were mixed race and lighter skinned slaves. So it wasn't as uh, informally enslaved people. So we didn't all have the same, not that, you know, all enslaved people didn't experience pain. I'm just making the making it clear that there was differentiation. And if you go back and look at historical documents from that time, you'll see that slave owners and white people from that time would talk about how they found uh, the lighter skinned slaves more beautiful, uh, more intelligent. Um, they had a, there was actually a, like a fancy girl market where they bought and sold like, um, like kind of sex slaves essentially for higher prices. And those were typically mixed race and lighter skinned women. And men would, uh, white men would buy them for status symbols and it was considered a status symbol to have it. So there's always been fetishization of light skin and there's always been uh, the idea that if you're darker skin, you're less intelligent, you're more uh, groomed for labor. And this was stuff that slave masters documented so it's not like you know my opinion um that's that's how they felt and it's even now you can still see i don't know if you guys saw the new york uh co-host a new york radio host who got fired for saying that um he was comparing black women's skin tone to levels on his toaster so he was saying he would never go to a uh, i think his name i don't want to say the wrong name but it just you could just look up new york uh radio host and Serena Williams. Um, he said he would never go to a Serena Williams level on his toaster, but he would go wow. to like a Holly Berry, mm -hmm. he would go to like a Holly Berry level because he still needs a little mulatto coming through. Those are his exact words. He got fired and Holly Berry did say something about it. Serena didn't speak out about it, but um, Holly Berry said something about it. He got fired. But yeah, there's definitely, um, you know, they still make those inferences differentiations. It's not that they, of course, we as Black people are going to experience oppression in general, but it's right. not true that we're all seeing the same. You know, I did see, I wish I could find it. I saw a post the other day on Instagram too. It was two radio guys as well. I don't know if it was radio or podcast. I think they were doing radio. Uh -huh. They're well known and they were talking to each Fresh other. Can you say that again? Sorry. Fresh and fit. Yeah, right. And they yeah. were talking about it and I couldn't find the post again after I saw it. I was so, you know, turned off by it. When I saw it, I was like, click, you know, I'm not buying into this nonsense because I will not let this seep into my psyche. And then I forgot right. now that we have this topic, I was like, oh, I wish I could find that and play it for my audience. Um, but they were having this conversation blatantly talking about, yeah, I don't, I don't get into that light skin stuff. I don't need, I, I mean, that dark skin stuff. I don't want that. Yeah. And, you know, and I was just appalled the way they would talk about, it's like, we're human beings, dark right. skin folks, you have lighter and you have darker, but it doesn't mean that only the lighter skin folks are humans, you know, yeah. don't dehumanize people just because you may prefer to do that you know we're not saying you can't have a preference in what you like you know or in who you like but don't dehumanize other people yeah. you know for that and with that can you can you tell us a little bit like what's the difference between preference and like um colorism yes I talk about that on my page 
um, there is little difference. Preference is just often used as like the mask word for colorism nowadays. And people just say preference so they don't have to admit, you know, I have a colorist preference for skin tone. So if you can say, it, you can say, okay, I have a preference for light skin, right? So you're preferring a skin tone because of what all the ideas that you have about it. It's rooted in something. So, and it's white supremacy. So if you're having that preference, I don't believe in preference. So that's a question. I believe in preference for things that matter, like um, this person has a job or, you know, things like that. But as far as for skin tone, I think people just use that as a cold word so they don't have to admit, okay, I have a underlying colorist um, preference for individuals. So that's just so you don't have to say, you know, oh, I'm a colorist. No one wants to say that. So they just say, I just have a preference. And usually preference means I would still, you know, take this other person. But usually when people say preference, they mean that's the only thing they like. I only like light-skinned women, for example. So I, I don't really believe in preference. You, If you have a preference for a skin tone, you should dig deep and figure out what has conditioned you to feel that way. What have you been watching? What have you heard? You have to really dig deep instead of just saying, oh, I have a preference. It's just what I like. You have to figure out why you like that. So um, are I we saying that it's bad, Sean, to like, um, let's say if you just like light skin, are we saying it's bad and you shouldn't do it I, for those folks I'm who saying, are playing devil's advocate? No, no, no problem. I'm saying if you specifically just say, I like light skin, yes, that is not a good thing. I don't think that there's anything good about that. I think that you are you are playing into the, not not if you're saying you like someone that's light skinned of course that's not an issue if you like them for who they are but if you like someone specifically for being light skinned that's just pathology that's not that's fetishization it's not a real uh, so, love and it's not how you love people so you're saying that my I love dark skinned guys is that um, makes me a colorist is that the word? Well, colorism is definitely gendered. I'll say that 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 aspect is interesting. It if you have to investigate why you like dark skinned guys, you're a colorist, Reese. I'm gonna yeah. color Sean. You don't want to say it. I'm gonna say it. You are a colorist, Reese. You only like dark skinned men. If you if you think that if you have the feeling that dark skinned men are more masculine, there are more all of these ideas that we have about skin skin tone then maybe there's something some inner work but that's not something uncommon i haven't heard you'll hear every woman say they prefer dark i feel skin. safe i feel like they'll protect oh. me but if well, you try to think about why you, why you feel that way why do you feel that way is what she's saying i don't know you know no you're gonna have me sit down and evaluate myself. yeah, like, <laughs> yeah. Why is it yeah. you have to we all have to do it. we all have to interrogate why we feel that way of course it's nothing wrong with you liking dark skinned men but if you like them because you feel like they're more powerful more strong more manly 
Yeah. What are my I thoughts think about, about why? Are you yeah. saying that a light skin, lighter skinned person would not be manly, would not be able to keep you safe? You know, those are the things that she's saying you got to think about. And everybody, not just you, everybody, yeah, you think about everyone. why we associate certain characteristics, exactly. you know, with exactly. the color of the skin. Exactly. No one's saying, oh, no, don't like light skinned women or don't like dark skinned men. Think about why you, this is it. Not, uh, I like everyone. That's not a problem. But if you're saying, oh, oh, this is it. This is it for me. I can only like this person. This is the only skin tone. You might be associating skin tone with traits, which is not a good thing to do. So we all have to really interrogate our preferences and think about why we have them. Okay, Sean, if you say (laughs) so. Yep, you got called out, girl. Oh. <laughs> yep, there you go. So see, but it's important that you mention that, Reese, because other people listening, I, I want everybody to understand that we're not just bashing light-skinned people or this and that. We're saying it happens on the dark-skinned side too. You know, it's just that we all need to investigate, dig a little bit deeper to understand why you're associating these traits with only a certain skin tone or a certain skin color, you know, and that's what's important because we're not telling anybody, oh, you can't like dark skin men or you can't like light skin men. You like who you like, but why is it only? Exactly. Exactly. You have to just think about why is it only? So that's when we talking to, when we're talking about dating preferences, that's how I feel. You just have to really investigate and be honest with yourself. We all have to do it. We we are in a society that was built on the idea of white supremacy. So we 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 definitely colorism is like intergenerational trauma. It's just all trauma. It's passed down from generation to generation. So we have to, you know, really investigate. Did your mom tell you don't bring no dark skinned girl home? Did your dad only date light-skinned women? You know, you have to just look at everything. Yeah, so true. Because I was going to ask you, why do you think that it is important for people, Black, white, Asians, everybody, why is it important for folks to learn about colorism? And you answered some of it right there, you know, in what you just said. Why is it important for people to even, why are we even talking about this right now? What's the big deal? Well, it's important because, first of all, you have people who I was specifically can point out in India, for example, where several people have taken their own lives or have been killed by their spouses because of the darkness of their skin. There are several uh, instances of that happening in India, for example. And even here, you have people who are um, the people who are bleaching their skin or people who are... Um, you know, just having a lot of hate for themselves because of the colorism that we have. So it's important that as a community, we work on it so that we can have, you know, less self-hatred. And then even past that, if it's affecting like people in school, if it's affecting sentencing, jobs, I mean, that's a systematic issue. So just as well as we want to see racism (laughs) drove out, it has to be the same if we're talking about equality. So just as it's, just, it's really almost the same thing. It's the daughter of it. So just as you want one to, if you get rid of one, you're going to have to get rid of the other to really rid us of the issue. Um, Sean, you, you were saying something. 
um, real quick. Um, you ever heard of the paper bag? That paper yes. Bag? Explain that to to the listeners that yes. know what that paper bag um experiment. How test. You yes, yes. So the paper bag test was a post emancipation um tool used by churches, sororities, uh, parties. Where now this happened, I this was I, I was just gonna explain this the myth and a motion, so it actually happened. And then the paper bag test was also in people's head because they knew that they could not go to certain spaces because of how dark their skin was. And this was an inner community issue. So with the paper bag test, they have stuff like the comb test as well, where and our paint test where if your your skin isn't as light as a paper bag or as light as the paint, then you wouldn't be able to get into certain parties, churches, um, uh, sororities, and the comb test as well, they would have a comb. And if your hair didn't easily go through the comb, then you wouldn't be able to get into these certain spaces. And mm. then um, mm -hmm, there's wow. a lady, Dr. Kerr, who did a study on this, um, mostly in DC and other metropolitan areas. And she found that although some places did have paperback tests and other places, people just knew that if you were a certain hue, you wouldn't be able to go to these certain uh, spaces. That's just like the uh, blue vein societies that were around the same time as the paperback test, where if you couldn't see your, the blue veins in your arm, then you wouldn't be able to get into certain, again, churches, societies um groups so this was very prevalent post-emancipation it was instilled in us you know by the white slave master and then we took it and um you know it, it made a life of its own in our own communities clearly yeah oh my goodness i'm so glad that you explained that because i didn't know about the paper bag test myself yeah. i guess i'm one of those people who would never get if you do the comb test i'm not yeah, either <laughs> I'm not getting in, so I might as well just not even show up. Yeah, right, Reese. Don't even bother talk about me. <laughs> you know what else, though, um, Sean? The other thing, and I honestly, I find this offensive. Um, it's very prevalent in music. Oh yes, right? I have a post about that too. Mm -hmm. And it is so sad to hear that. You know, um, and I know, I don't know if I should name their names or whatever, but uh, there are some well-known R&B and hip hop artists or whatever that they talk about this and everybody says, yeah, this guy, we all know this guy doesn't like dark-skinned women. And he talks about it openly. Chris Brown or Kodak Black? Chris Brown. Kodak okay. Black. Kodak Black should not be that he don't want to talk yeah. to know the thing. Yeah, both of them have been having yeah, comments. You said it. You, yeah, you know, and even in their lyrics, um, Kanye West. Um, oh yeah, they I, have these lyrics, and in their lyrics, they use the term "red bone." This probe, though, everybody knows. I'm just gonna explain it. Maybe there's somebody I don't know where you've been living. If you don't know what the term "red bone" is, is light skin. It's another term for light skinned. And they use this terminology, this phrase or this word 
to describe women and they talk about this so this is their preference in all of their lyrics and they just and a lot of times i'm sitting there as a dark-skinned woman and i'm listening to this music and they're talking about their preference for yeah red bone this and that but and then all of these dark skin people are dancing to the music what, and bopping to it like, like it's nothing and it's like really it, what why are we upset if they like what they like i'm gonna let you answer that sean <laughs> Okay. I'm just, no, uh, it, I'm sorry. Go ahead, Sean. Um. Well, I have a post on that. So I think some of the lyrics are just extremely harmful. Like we have one from Kanye West. She's a red bone, but her cousin is dark, a little out of shape, but you will F in the dark. Wow. Okay, so that's one. We have another one from... Um, from um, Yo Gotti, he usually does the red bones, but tonight he wants a brown. Okay, so I have a list of lyrics I could go through, but these lyrics are harmful because That's it's harmful. not about I wasn't talking because... about the lyrics, just to let everybody know when I asked why we upset. I was just saying like, oh, Chris Brown said he like, well, that's people, what I people are upset because Chris Brown said he likes light-skinned girls. People are upset because he makes comments like in his last song, he got in trouble because he said he only liked, he only effed the black girls with the good hair. Okay, and see. also, he has there have been many, many, many claims that he says, trigger warning, uh, dark skin slur, no darkies in his sections at yeah, the club. Okay. Okay. So... He actively that. discriminates against dark-skinned people yes. and women, and I don't. I don't <laughs> think that people are necessarily upset, even when people do have preferences. I don't think you preferences. I don't think you have to be so vocal, right. even okay, if that's yes. how you feel. You don't need to be. It's actually embarrassing to right. the community to express I that. I <laughs> said all those things. Oh, no, no, I didn't think you did. I just mean for people who do, you know, you can keep that, you know, to yourself. That's (laughs) That's how you feel. I agree with that. You don't have to rub salt in the wound. Yeah, you don't have to, like, spout that message out. I feel like it makes us look very self-hating to have to, like, I like light skin, I like red bone, you know, everywhere. It doesn't look good. If that's the way you feel, you know what, you can't change people, or some people you can't change. I'm not interested in changing them. But when you like have to spout that out and young girls have to hear it and we have to, you know, uh, you know hear what's that so funny? Society. You know what's so funny with the Chris Brown? Half of the money that he's making from his records and stuff is yes. the dark skin. And I didn't even know. Not for me, said, though. I, he I didn't even know that he said stuff like that. Yeah. And that's one of the reasons I brought it up for those of our listeners, those of you who are listening right now and didn't realize that, you know, Chris Brown is open about it, calling dark scene women darkies. And he's in the club and he's like, no darkies up in this section. He just, you know, and stuff like that. It's offensive. Yeah. We have girls, they're killing themselves over him. And he's Mm -hmm. not giving them the time of day. It's offensive. It's offensive. And to go back to your point, Reese, that you asked about, as we talked about before, and Sean explained before, people can can like what they like. We're not saying that you can't like dark skin or you can't like light skin. That's not what this conversation is about. You like whoever you like, and it's fine. However, if you're disparaging 
another set of folks because you only like this, then there's a problem with that. Go ahead and like what you like. Why do you have to come out with these lyrics? Why do you have to openly disparage, you know, darkest skinned women because you only like the lighter skinned women? Go ahead and do what you got to do. Remember Bougie came out with a song back in the day? Um, Nothing but my browning. Yeah. And then he had to go back and do another one with the black girl because it caused some kind of... I remember that song. Yeah. You know? know? Yeah, I heard about that too. When I was doing research for one of my posts, I I, I read about that song. The browning and the... mm, Yeah. Yeah. You know, so that's what we... I just... These are little... I mean... Sean, seriously, we could talk about this till the cows come home. We could talk about this yeah. for the next 24 hours. But I really just wanted to touch on this a little bit for our audience so that people can hear the conversation and really understand what we're talking about right now and what yeah. colorism really is and how harmful it is and how harmful it is to our children. Yeah. You know, yeah. we saw the sad video of this little baby who's looking at the dolls and she's picking the lighter skin dolls because she's saying the dark skin dolls. Yeah. is ugly not even that the one that the, you know what got me the one that where she said that she wants to be um mixed she yeah. don't have no she has no reason why she doesn't know why she's thinking like that no nope. she just knows that she wants to be mixed yeah you know and you talked about your experience can you tell us a little bit about it because i know reese wanted to hear about that she chomping at the bits so let me make sure I ask about it. <laughs> okay, yeah. Your experience in Thailand. Oh, and yes. that can bring us into talking about, you know, some of the other countries. Because <laughs> it doesn't just happen in the USA. No, it doesn't. Um, so yes, I lived in Thailand for a few months. Um, when I got there, well, first before I even got there, I was told, hey, like, don't forget any of your products because everything has bleach in it. Everything has bleach and aging. So I got there and they're right, all the creams, all the lotions, it all has some type of bleach in it. Then I noticed like all of my classmates were walking around. It's like 100 degrees there with umbrellas over their face. And I was like, yes. why does everybody have umbrellas? I told you face? about that before, Reese. Yeah. And the long sleeves, they wear long sleeves yes. because they have to cover up yes. from the sun. They can't get yes. burned by the yes. sun. Yeah. And I asked about it and they're like, oh, um, you know, you that that's just what people do so they don't get dark. And um, someone came up to me and even um or just two things one someone came up to me and said how dark you're dark you're so so dark and I was like okay <laughs> um and um they would my roommate who was a lighter skinned woman would differentiate between um the two of us so we went on a and not that I necessarily wanted them to take pictures of me or anything I just thought it was kind of obvious but they were wanting to um like my friend who was with me to like model for them and take pictures because they really haven't seen black people that much so they're kind of amazed so they're wanting her to like model for them and take pictures and i was kind of like standing to the side kind of like (laughs) what about you know yeah it it didn't feel very good but um that not that i wanted them to take pictures of me but it was just clearly see yeah 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 yeah. i could just see what was going on and i was like oh okay so yeah, my experience there was interesting. Um, I would, I would, I would maybe. I don't know if I would go back. I didn't. I had a good time as far as the things that I did, but there was a lot of colorism and um, yeah, yeah. There was a lot of colorism, and I, I, um, 
I do a lot of work with people in India and they have very bad colorism there with like pants and yes in India. But then I heard that if I don't know if it's true but they don't consider themselves black. No. I, I or, or some some may some some do because some ones in the northern areas then um they're lighter skin very fair skin like some of them have my favorite you know i talk about him all the time i love him an actor in india who's that he has green eyes naturally green eyes very fair skinned but i just love him because of his acting and his personality and yeah, stuff yeah, yeah. Yes, yes, yes. I do love him and I watch a lot of Bollywood. So, um, but the ones in the northern area, they're very light skinned, but the ones in the south are dark. A lot of them look like us. That's and what darker. I'm saying. They don't consider themselves. I remember somebody from Guyana told me that. That's how I learned. Where yes. in Guyana, they don't consider themselves black, but I'm like, you're the same color like me. And but all the movies you yeah, see, like the Bollywood movies, etc., they're very light skinned. And it's a very big issue over there. I know I've seen it, you know, them debating the issues and, and it's a very heated topic over there. Like you said, Sean, um, in India, it's also from doing from my research, I learned also about the Philippines. It's a big, 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 yeah, big deal in the, in the yeah. Philippines. And every, like you said, every one of their products have this their creams and stuff what have bleaching, bleaching agents what in them they're they bleaching, bleaching constantly because they associate and this is going back thousands of years yes. it, they're associating the lighter skin with beauty and they get all the commercials and the billboards and the advertising and stuff um but you have um it's just the whole standard of you're more educated you're more sophisticated you're not poor you know it they they associate it with class but you know, in Jamaica, oh. they have a big problem with bleaching in Jamaica. They have that bleaching in Jamaica. But a little tidbit, where do you think the most bleaching occurs? What country? I believe it's, if I'm not mistaken, it's Nigeria. You are right, my dear. See, this is why she's in this business. She knows her stuff. <laughs> That's why she's going for the seats. Yeah, I believe it's Nigeria. That's right. In Nigeria. Nigeria. Wow. The motherland. Says, yeah. And according to the World Health Organization, I saw a little tidbit of information. It's 77% of the women in Nigeria are bleaching their skin. 77%. That is astounding. That number? That's a lot. Wow. It's really sad. And but that's what happens when you are constantly, well, with, with a lot of places it's it's because of colonization some places had it post colonization like where they had at least some issues with it but you know most research says that colonization slavery different things like that worsen any existing issues that people had with maybe light and, and dark skin so absolutely it's, wow. it's, it's so engraved real quick before you leave because i know it's time okay. to what made you want to study colorism? Like, what was it? Was it something that happened to you when you were growing up or that say, you know what, I want to, <coughs> I'm sorry, dig deeper, find oh. out more. What made yeah. you choose that? Um, what made me want to study colorism, I was working for um, social services and I was at the abuse and neglect hotline 
And I also had a few experiences where people had said some things to me that were colorist. And then I saw a case that involved um, kids complaining about that to their teacher. And it got back to social services. So I was like, okay, I'm going to... I'm going to go to school for this. I'm going to leave here. I'm going to go to school for this. I'm going to figure out a solution for this. So yeah, it was my own personal experiences with experiencing colorism. And also I just kept noticing little things and I was like, okay, I, I need to see what's going on here. So yeah, that was about three years ago and I've been doing this ever since then. Wow. Well, I'm glad you did because I just heard the word and just, yeah, okay. But I'm glad that you came on to really dig deep. Now I got to go find out why I like dark-skinned men. <laughs> <laughs> is, it, is it something well, I'm glad. I'm glad that I, some you issue know? through childhood? Why, you know? Could be. Could be. You need Sean, to find that out. Sean, I'm not a stable person on the norm, okay? So now this is just adding. I think she oh. found that out now. Now this is just adding. I'm it. giving you more work, right? <laughs> Some more stuff to unpack. You know, here I came to learn and Sean giving me an assignment. Yeah. <laughs> so now you realize you're even more messed up than you thought, huh? My Lord, we don't need that. Please, Jesus. <laughs> All I ask for is a little help. <laughs> All I need is a little. You put yourself on mute, my dear. I see. That's what um, I'm talking about. Yeah. So. You know, uh, before you go, also, we have to touch this topic really quickly. And, Reese, that was a great question. I'm so glad you asked Sean that. Uh, I know we have only a short time, but I want to ask what's your opinion right now? Because she's in the news, people. Oh, Andy Newman. Yes. <laughs> If anybody has not heard yes. about Tandy Newton, let me tell you real quick. Tandy is a movie star. For the folks who may not be aware, she was in Norbit movie. She was in the I Star Wars in movie. Crash. Huh? She was in Crash. I love that she, movie. Oh, yes. She was, she was in also in Crash. So she is an accomplished actress. And she's won many numerous awards um, for her and efforts and her talents. She yeah, she's won Emmys yeah. and Academy Awards and this and that. So she's an accomplished actress. Now, for, I'm just saying this for the folks because some people may not have social media or some people, we have listeners oh, who are in other countries, so media. they may not be aware. But Tandy Newton, beautiful black woman, just suddenly went on social media and just started bawling. And apologizing to dark-skinned women for the fact that she's light-skinned. And, you know, some of the things that we have the video. I don't know if we'll have time to play it before you go, because I don't want to hold you. But uh, we can play it after you leave so people can see what we're talking about. But what's your take on her apologizing for being light-skinned and taking lights and taking away dark-skinned women's men Man. and stuff and jobs? Yeah, yeah, we did, I did a live on that yesterday. Um, Reese, while, while, while I'm sorry, um, Sean, while she's talking, put up the picture of Tandy and her family, please, so people can see who we're talking about. This is Tandy Newton, and um, this is a picture, it's in the WhatsApp, and it's a picture of, I think, or it's an email, I'm not sure, got so many different places, maybe it's in the email. 
Um, yeah, it's in the email. Um, there's a link to um, Tandy and her husband. And I don't know if she has more than two, but her two children. So go ahead, Sean, while um, Reese puts up that picture, please. Yes, we did a live on that yesterday. Um, it wasn't a good video, especially if you saw the entire video where she then goes on to essentially blame dark-skinned Black women for um, her experiences. Um, that, so that, that post that she made came from the fact that Thandie is called out a lot for the roles that she takes. So she was called out by Oprah for her role in Beloved because she basically spray-tanned spray, spray her skin darker to take the role. Um, she was called out by Nigerian people for her role in, um, I can't think of the, the book right now. It's a popular Nigerian uh, text. Um, I can't think of it right now. But they were upset about her role in it, saying that they're typically darker people and they would have liked to see better representation. So she was apologizing, but she wasn't actually apologizing for her role in colorism or why people have called her out. She just was making the situation about herself and being very formative, in my opinion. Um, she could have actually addressed, I'm sorry for spray painting my or spray tanning myself darker for a role when that role could have gone to a dark skinned woman. She could have made actual concrete apologies about those things and then actually work towards change. But the crying and everything was excessive. And I have it, I I, have I, it here. Hold on. <laughs> I never actually saw the video. I never did. So hold on. So desperately to apologize every day to, to, to darker skinned actresses to say, I'm sorry that I'm joked. I'm the one chosen. My mama looks like you. It's been very painful to have women that look like my mum feel like I'm not representing them, that I'm taking from them, taking their men, taking their work, taking their truth. I didn't mean to, you know. But I do think that any women of color who, whether they're pale or whatever, who've managed to help other actors, you know, get into this business. We, you know, we, we, we matter. I was worried about my light skinness because my light skinness has been more problematic than being black, is being light skinned. Has been way more problematic than being black in my life, literally. I was black in England, I mean, dark skinned. And so then I went to America and I was dark skinned. I thought I was dark skinned and I would describe myself as dark skinned. It's like, you're light skinned. And suddenly I was someone that, you know, you for being light skinned. I got more prejudice from black people. I didn't understand. I literally didn't understand. I thought, you're my brethren, what's happening? So interestingly, I now realize that my like internalized prejudice was stopping me from feeling like I could play this role when it's precisely that prejudice that I've received. It doesn't matter that it's from African-American women more than anyone else, it doesn't matter. I received prejudice. Anyone who's received oppression and prejudice feels this character, right? So it's actually, I love the fact that I overcame that. And it was these guys going, you're the one, you're the one. All I'm saying is before you park on someone's property, you have to ask. I just thank God that my light skin didn't 
stop that from happening. I'm so, you know, that it didn't cause more pain. You know, sorry, I just hadn't, I hadn't actually made that connection before for me as a woman, that one of the reasons why it's so painful to be dismissed, to be distrusted by African-American women, darker skin than me, and they look like my mum, and I love her more than anything. That was a lot. Yeah. <laughs> why you and that's, I, why, I mean, when laugh? I tell you she Sean. has gone viral with this. Yeah, she's gone viral. Ah, she she's has, gone viral. She's gone viral. I don't know anybody who's not talking about I've this I've never right heard now. no light-skinned girl cry. I've never heard that. <laughs> she's crying and apologizing for, for being, being light-skinned. I'm sorry for being light-skinned. Yeah. And she's sorry for taking their men. men which men? And which men? She which men? She's been married for what? 19 years to a Caucasian male. White man. That's yeah. And man? she's sorry for taking their men. What is she Where? talking about? She ever... so the, it don't the add up. Instinct. Why all of a sudden is she sorry? Why? Is That's it... what everybody's saying. Black History Month. She wanted to start it out right. <laughs> we have to start Black History Month with something. So she just got up on there like, oh my God, I'm light skinned. I'm sorry, people. People, yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, you know, yeah. I'm gonna go back. This just makes me go. I'm gonna go back and watch School Days. Kimber, Sean, you know that movie, yeah. School Days. If y'all yeah. want to know about colorism and truth, go watch Spike Lee's School Days. Yeah. That will answer everything. I'm gonna yeah. go watch it because it it need to. Because when I watched it first, I was young back in the day. Who the hell I? We don't know light skin, dark skin. I did not know that there was meaning to go into depth. I should have known because it's spikely. But that's a good movie to watch. Yeah. If you want to you know, get the full effect of colorism. But we brought up um, Tandy's video, um, Sean, just to kind of touch on it because it is so relevant to what's happening today. <laughs> You know, and to our conversation that we were just having and you're continuing to have on a daily basis. So I think she had the right intention, you know, for what she was trying to say, because it is a, it is an issue and the issue of colorism exists. But I think she went about it the wrong way and she did herself more harm than good. I wonder what prompted it. Yeah, she, she went about it the wrong way. And she didn't address herself. She should have addressed what she's done or what exactly she's apologizing for. She did Instead say. of just apologizing in general. She did, she are did. you just apologizing for being light-skinned? No one asked for that. Just are, are you are addressing, oh, I apologize for making myself darker for this film instead of uh, referring a dark skin actress. Be specific about what Not you're true. apologizing for or just don't do it at all. And especially the crying was just, like it really took away from her message. That's why really she's Oscar winner. That's why they're called. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And everybody's calling her out right now for this crying because yeah. it did seem disingenuous. You know, the crying did not seem like it was, she was being real. That's the first it thing seemed like she was putting on a show. They think when and you even see a she... cry, that that's going to melt people. It don't do anything. Yeah. <laughs> it, not anymore. I, not yeah, anymore. Yeah. Because I can cry yeah. right now if y'all want me to cry. 
really? Yeah. It, it one, didn't go over very well. Right. And actually it offended more people. Yeah, than... it offended people. Everybody's offended. I mean, I've seen so many people talking about this. I'm like, I just we had to touch on it as well. And I'm not bashing the the lady for what she has done no, because she's an accomplished actress but this was not the way to do it and to go into you know and and the whole line she's famous for this line now talking about i'm sorry for taking your men and your job yeah, everyone's like, talking about yeah, the like, name what part. man yeah, that's what everybody said. You didn't you know, take my man. You, I'm going. You know, I'm going to investigate because this is T right here. Because she, ta- she was talking about some man she had on the side. <laughs> some yeah, man she had on she the had side. She had some black man on the side that she. So she just been married for 19 years. What is she talking about? I'm going to go find out. Watch and see. <laughs> you think she cried? But anyways. <laughs> But anyways, Sean, it's been a pleasure it's to have pleasure. you with us today. Yes. Anything you want to leave us with today and let us know where you're going next because I know you have some stuff coming up as well. So I will definitely tell be our following. audience about what you're doing. What you yes. said? No, I said I'd definitely be following her. Yes, yes please. Yes. We want everybody to follow her, okay? Please and support what she is doing. It's important work. Yes. Well, just wrap it up. Thank you guys for inviting me. I had a great time. Good. Um, yes, you can come to my website, letstalkcolorism.org. You can go to my Instagram, the color in me underscore. Um, I do different um, initiatives. Like recently, I did a conference on bleaching. Before that, I had an international uh, colorism conference where I had nine countries represented. Um, and about 20 speakers. So I do different conferences and you can come to my page for my lives. I have, um, I just did one last night about Dandy. I'll be doing one Thursday about colorism and education. So I do different lives and I post educational things about colorism. Um, Next, I will be working on um, just finishing up my thesis so I can graduate here in May. So just follow me, just keep up with my work. Um, I'm also establishing an international board for colorism um, eradication. We'll be having our first meeting in about the fourth week in February, I believe. We have about 17 people involved so far. So um, just watch out for the things that we do with that. So that's all. Absolutely. That's all? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) That is wonderful. You have so much going on and I'm so happy for you. You mentioned something that you're doing tonight. Did you say uh, Thursday? Oh, okay. Okay. All right. So, oh, 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 I just meant tonight I'll be posting. I have to make a post about colorism and education before my live on Thursday. So, okay. Very yeah. good. And please come back with us. Yes. Okay. Keep us posted. We are following you on Let's Connect. And, you know, we will share your content. Like when we see stuff that you are doing, um, and certainly we'll be happy to join your live. You know, but maybe you can do that with us as well. You know, share yes, some more stuff. You. I would definitely no, share with you when I find out why I like darker skinned guys. Yes, we'll have to talk more. We then need you to might talk. have to reconnect. You <laughs> need to set up a one-on-one counseling. Session I do do consultations in one-on-one that work. So receive me. You might have to, I need to dig connect on the back deep. end. I want to dig down deep to find. Let's those. do it. 
<laughs> Mental health is an important issue today, Reese. Okay. Yes. And I've tried yes. my best to balance it. Yes. So. I mean, I'm joking, but seriously. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I'm glad that you said that. So if folks are looking, what are some of the services again, one last time that you offer? So people who can understand what are the services that you offer and where to get it and why they would come to you for it. Yeah. So I do educational services, mostly one-on-one um, educational services and group educational services. You can go to my website, uh, Let's Talk Colorism, to book me. You want to come to me because um, I have experience with colorism, working with people who have suffered with colorism. Um, I also do a lot of research with it. It's my passion. So, yes, um, if you want to connect on that, connect with me. I love to do lives, blogs, um, radio shows, anything. So just contact me. So, so yes. definitely you'll be back. Yes, I'll be back. When you do your yes. thesis? Um, I finished my thesis in May. I'll be graduating in May. Okay. Yes. Amazing. So maybe I'll come back and do a, a graduation show. Yes. And what's your what's your degree that you'll have then? So people can um, know. Um I have a Master of Arts in Pan African Studies. It's like African American studies, but yeah, Master of Arts in Pan African Studies. Yes. From right. the University of Louisville. And that's why everybody, she is very qualified to do what yes. she does and to talk about this topic and, and educate on this subject. Okay. Just oh in case you all are wondering. This is so so thank you so thank much, Sean. So this has been an amazing conversation. I thank love you. what you do. I love you for doing it. Please come back after you, your thesis is done and all that. Come back. Or if you're doing any specific event or something, come back. We have a big yes. spotlight on the show. We'll spotlight you again and let everybody know what you're doing. So people, follow her. This okay? real quick, yes, I'll real be quick, back. Sean. Real quick, I'm scrolling. I'm through she my doesn't phone. want to let you go. Listen, <laughs> look real at her. Quick, I'm scrolling through my phone, and this is what I see. Serena Williams is being accused of bleaching her skin to look. Yeah, more white. I saw that recently I too. Just saw it. Yeah. Really? Yes. So that's a whole different show. But I mean, people, I will say before we leave, people will constantly, you know, belittle her for her looks. So I'm not that, I don't know if she did or not, but you, would, you wouldn't be um, surprised because the way she's talked about and compared to men and just horrible things are said about her. So, I mean, that's what happens when people are constantly traumatized about how they look. Oh, really sad. And, you know, for those of you folks during the pandemic, I started branching out and looking at a lot more movies and stuff on Netflix. You know, Netflix has a Korean show right now. And Korea is the other place that, you know, this bleaching is prevalent in Korea. I, I watch also a lot of Chinese movies, believe it or not. And they just blatantly talk about this whiter skin for them. It's yeah. like, it's nothing. Yeah, it's That's what they talk about. The whiter, yeah. the better. Right. okay and they use all of these bleaching creams and these masks and stuff they, they they put on their face every day and their skin every day um but in korea you know the like the k-pop idols and the k-drama movie stars and stuff it is expected that they bleach their skin because they must be white 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 and it's really really sad but right now i was looking forward to watching this show they have a reality show called singles inferno on netflix and it got in a lot of hot water recently. Yeah, I heard about that. Color. Yes. 
See, look at that. Because somebody made the comment of somebody there. They're like, oh, she's so white and she's pure so and this and that. What? What? So you're associating the lighter skin, the whiter skin with purity and this and that. So what is dark skin then? Dirty. You know, impure, dirty, nasty. So it's really something serious. And I, I realize it's going to take you a lot of work, Sean. Um, yep. It's going to take you a lot of work to... to <laughs> yeah some it's, of it's, gonna, it's definitely gonna take a lot of work but um in a long time i'm definitely up to the task and up to anybody yeah. who's wanting to join um definitely contact me i'm always looking for help and there's a lot of other people out there that are working on it and i think you know there'll be some improvement nice. thank you my dear thank for coming again, we love you so much thank you so much i love you guys doing. too thank we you. will talk with you again soon okay talk to you soon All thank right. you Yes, hon. Good, good. She's amazing. Yes, she love is. her. Like, seriously, I yeah. loved talking with her. Yes. Was a good uh, yes. Um, May Smith said, right, serve the tea. Don't spill it. <laughs> <laughs> All right now, May. <laughs> you know, Reese loves serving I up love that, that tea. I'm going to find out. She had some man... Then she talking about she's, why she stressed on taking her man. I had to play that video. I, I, I had to play that video because inquiring minds want to know which man. Seriously, you know, it's it's really, really sad. And the video was very kind of cringy. Yeah. And that's the reason why everyone was so concerned about it. And everybody across the world practically right now yes. is talking about this video that she made i don't know what possessed her to go and we're talking about tandy newton to go and do that you know was, just go out and put out that video but it's um but like she said she did a movie where she had to i guess darken her skin yeah. and and the, the the issue that people are saying is if she's so apologetic if she's so sorry for taking roles from darker skinned women then why is she still taking them yeah. why did she take the roles Somebody you know why did you take them do some damage control so they say you know what you better go up there and you better cry and you better yeah. so look sincere it's damage control that's it that's all it is yeah but, but honestly it backfired on her in a big yeah, way sure it, it backfired in a massive way because it looks really bad it looked really bad and then i also watched a video recently from another channel um who has a podcast on youtube and um a show on youtube and i was watching their channel on the same subject i watched several people's um channel talking about this but zoe saldana she's an actress as well um beautiful lady yeah isn't she like and, you know yes um but she she and tandy look like twins Zoe Saldana actually says her mother saw her in a movie and thought this was um, Tandy Newton. Or she saw, no, she saw Tandy Newton in a movie and said to Zoe, wait, when did you do this movie? <laughs> you know, wow. I didn't know that you did. Her own mother wow. confuses them because they look, they have similar features and they're petite, you know, yeah. beautiful women. And, um, but Zoe Saldana got in the same kind of heat because she did a movie um, on Nina and she Nina played Simone. Nina Simone. Yes, and Nina she Simone. had no business 
playing Nina Simone because she had to make her skin really, really dark. And she did not look and anything there were more like actresses Nina Simone. That were more fitting there were so Nina. many yeah. more actresses who were that more fitting that to play role. that role. Yeah. You know, so many actresses who are fitting and qualified and would have done an amazing job. And Nina Simone, if you know her, she was kind of militant. Yes. And she, you know, she don't play around. Oh, I you know, if you it. ever watch any of Nina Simone stuff. So to get someone that doesn't look like her, that she would not have approved of to play that, to play her. I could you see, know, if, I could see what her name, what's her name playing in that role. Maybe because I'm part, I mean, I love her. Um, oh, gosh. It's right on the tip of my tongue. She was in power. Taraji. Oh, I said Taraji or Jennifer Hudson or one of those girls. Or of a Jennifer Hudson, playing maybe. That, that role. Yeah, because Taraji is also fairer skinned and she would have oh, to Oh, you're talking about dark skin. skin. Oh, dark skin. Okay. Yeah, that Nina dark. Simone was dark skinned and stuff. So yes. it's kind of like, you know, there are other actresses that can play the role very well um, without having to do so much. Yeah. To get there. To get there, yeah. You know? And you know, so she and also. I put a Beyonce so, there to play Nina Simone. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So, exactly. So Zoe also apologized for doing the same thing. And she said, you know, if she had to do that today, she would definitely not have made that decision right. to do that. And she was way, 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 way wrong and should never have done that, you know, but sometimes, you know, it takes us to go through all of that to sure. realize and understand. And yeah. she took a role from someone that she shouldn't have. You know, so that's what they're saying with even with Tandy Newton. If you're so apologetic and you're so sorry, don't take the roles. And you know that young girl, oh geez, what is her name? Young beautiful girl now. Ah, oh, she she's in Spider-Man. Oh. She's on a she's in a, a movie now, also called a very successful series called Euphoria. And she's like a fashionista as well. I mean her name is eluding me right now. I feel so bad, I, but I know her name. Um, she also has the same issue because she's also, she looks like uh, a Zoe. She looks like a Tandy Newton, you know, lighter skinned black um, actress. And she talks about that as well. And she makes sure that her agents and stuff don't get her roles that should be for darker skinned right. women. She had said that. Um, so it is a conversation that everybody's having right now and it is a real issue so we can't stick our heads in the sand and pretend that we don't know this exists because it does yep. and it's a real issue and it's not just in the black and brown communities it's not just in the usa it's in all the cultures where yep. somehow they've you know it started out from so long ago where the notion that the lighter skinned is better than the darker skinned yeah. so it is a real issue folks and it's an issue called colorism and within each race or ethnic groups this is happening it's happening in the philippines it's happening in korea it's happening Man, in china it's happening i would have never India. thought i would have never thought that yes and i saw some pictures of chinese or even koreans that they say they they refer to them as dark skinned i'm like what part of these people are dark skinned but they 
classify them as dark skin and they're associated with being poor or being their ancestors were farmers and this and that so you know they they walk around in long sleeves like um sean said long sleeves they always have an umbrella because they cannot allow the sun to ever touch them because it's bad to have any kind of pigmentation in your skin so you know i think you had some music that you wanted to play to wrap up the segment right well, yeah, we're going to wrap up now. And um, this is Spicy. I don't remember. If you, I don't know if you remember when she um, came out. She Everybody thought she bleached her skin. She, I guess she was doing it for her, her song. Her video. Her video. And um, it caught And it looked realistic, too. Yeah, for real. It caught everybody's eye. So <laughs> we're going to close out the show today with <coughs> Hypocrisy. That's the name of the um, the Spice song. So we're going to play it and then we're going to come back and close. Are you playing it? I'm trying to find it. Oh. I, was, I played it earlier. But, um, hold on. Uh, oh, there you go. Oh, before you play it, Reese, before you play it, keep your hand right on the pause button there for a second. Uh-huh. You know, I was I was debating whether or not I should make this point that I'm going to make. I'm learning from you to just jump in, okay. <laughs> throw myself in. Um, it's so funny. I don't know if it's funny or not, but there is a thing, a little tip here to say. There are people who are still all of this lightning, skin lightening is happening. And it's happening, like we said, 77% in Nigeria, right? Mm-hmm. So people are going to be doing it, unfortunately, for a long time, but it's not safe because there are chemicals that they're using. I saw a horrific video once, and I couldn't even bear to look at it where the woman was as dark as me, but she put something on her skin. She was in a bathtub. And then some person with like a, a, a board, an emery board or something came and scraped the black off her oh skin. And then the skin looked But remember white. they were saying that about Michael Jackson in the late, in the, in the last part of his years, saying that yes. he was dark and now he got white. Yeah. Remember they were talking yeah. about, he was saying that it was some disease, but other people were saying he was bleaching his skin and... It's crazy. Well, I don't know, but all I know is I saw this video and it was horrific, but the skin peeled off like butter. She was a dark-skinned woman and it was just, the skin was peeling off. They put some chemical on her. She was in a tub and after she sat there for a while, da, 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 and then after that, they just used like a, a stick, like an emery board so stick-like. It was, and was white shaving. after that? Huh? It was white? It was white after that. I don't know if it was some sort of trick or whatever, but the video was just talking about bleaching and what these women are doing to their skin in Africa because it was an African video. And, you know, bleaching out the color of their skin. And I just thought if that's what's underneath or whatever, that, that must be flesh or something. I don't understand. You know, she must be able to succumb to all kinds of diseases and bacteria because the skin that protects us is no longer there 
So I don't understand how that works, but they're trying such a dangerous thing. The point I was making is they're doing such dangerous things to themselves, you know, just in the name of bleaching and lightening their skin. So if you still want to bleach or to lighten your skin, here are some natural skin, natural ways to go about it, right? Natural tips that I saw somewhere. One, get enough sleep. Okay. Are you listening, Reese? I think you're going to like Why? this. You're get enough to, sleep. No, I'm saying this because I'm going to say something afterwards. Okay. One, get enough sleep. Two, drink enough water. Three, wear sunscreen even when you're indoors. Oh. And for each of them, I'm going to say for me, so far, all three is a check. I do that. Okay? Wear sunscreen even when you're indoors. Four, moisturize your skin. Check. Massage your face with olive oil and honey. Check. I put olive oil on my face every day and and my whole body every day. I learned that from Jennifer Lopez. She uses olive oil. And from I learned her beauty secrets, I was like, yes, girl. And it worked. I put olive oil on my face and my neck and my whole body every day. I use oil, but I don't. Because my, my skin, ashy girl, I can't be walking out there trying to look cute and have ashy skin. So I yeah. I use oil, oil. I love yeah. to use oil. Okay. I do that too, but the olive oil is the, the first oil. layer and stuff for me and stuff because I want that to go in and it it, it does make a difference. Okay. okay, and it moisturizes the skin. You, you clean first and you exfoliate and all that and then olive oil. Um, so check. Facial steam. I don't do this one, but do a facial steam. I have a facial steam. Uh, maybe I need to start using it. Um, use cold rose water. I don't do that. Then it says exfoliate your skin, which I do. So I pretty much do everything on this list. Are you saying this whole time I've been doing skin lightening? Demma bleach. Demma bleach. Demma bleach out the skin. Demma bleach. <laughs> I look like a browning. <laughs> What? <coughs> so I didn't know all this time you telling you, me I was bleaching. Yeah, bleach under the deal. Yep. <laughs> there you go, people. She said it. What? Wait a minute. Yep. I've been bleaching this whole time using olive oil and drinking water and sleeping and stuff. Subconsciously, you're not happy with your skin. <laughs> okay. If 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 Sean was here, she would tell you. Deep down, there's something wrong. There's something. Why you're doing these things? <laughs> yes. I thought I was doing a, a skin regimen, you know, because we had our resident right. skin lady on her show that would tell us exfoliate every night and clean your skin and, you know, and all of that and, and use the, um, I use the, the olive oil and yep. all of that. I didn't know I was bleaching. Well, using olive oil and moisturizing well, my skin. And right. she told us, you remember? She, Kimberly, Kim told us to make sure that even when you're indoors, you have to wear um, sunscreen. Well, I don't know what you're doing wrong because there ain't no sun showing that you're bleaching. Yeah, right? Mm-hmm. I Exactly. I don't have any evidence of the bleaching, so no. it ain't working for me. <laughs> remember, Nadinola, people used to use Nadinola. Yeah, yeah to... girl. Oh, God. Yeah, that's it's really sad, and it's it's an issue. It's a problem that is worldwide. Yep. So with that, my dear, run the rhythm. Run 
much to say. And this is Spice. Yes. It's called hypocrisy. It's not what you expect me to say. Where's the video? But I'ma go ahead and say it anyway. Cause I was told I would reach further if the color of my skin was lighter. And I was made to feel inferior. Cause society said brown girls prettier. I love the way my look, my love, my pretty black skin. Respect you to me strong melanin. Proud of my color, love the skin that I'm in. Gun racism, demolish colorism. But the things when me go say, you might not even love me back. I get hate from my own race, yes, that's a fact. Cause the same black people, them say I'm too black. And if you bleach out your skin, them same one come a chat. Well, since you say that I'm too black for you. And it's the only line in life that will ever hurt me Because it never come from a Caucasian, trust me This a black colorism, big hypocrisy So if I wake up tomorrow, look like a browning Oh, automatically mood, carry the swing No phone, no go like the song you missing Because I no phone, guilty for the same damn thing What's your perception of a pretty woman? Is it so true, so true, so true I'm telling you, that is spice, hypocrisy. Good, 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 good. Fitting for the show, fitting for the show. Very, very, I mean, everything <laughs> she said was so yeah. fitting for what we talked about today. Yep. So fitting. Yep. So with that being said, we're going to wrap up today's show. It was a good show. I enjoyed it as usual. I love our shows. And I thank you guys for joining us. I know my cousin was listening from Canada again today. I want to thank Aldrin for tuning in all the way, listening to us all the way from Jamaica. Yes. Our, our girl, Michelle, all the time, all the time. So, And everybody else who we know are listening, listening. on the radio, you didn't comment, but we know you're there. Um, because later on you do comment and let us know that you are watching. So, um, we thank you for joining us. We know you're out there. We've got our friends in the UK. We got our friends in Canada, in Jamaica, in other parts of the Caribbean. Um, we love you in all the States here in the U S we love you for listening. Our friends and family who support us and share our, our posts and our episodes. So after this, Reese, tell them where they're going to find. If you guys missed the show today, or if you only caught a piece of it, don't worry, because afterwards you can see the full episode. But where are they going to see this, Reese? Let's connect YouTube page. You can find this episode and every other episode that we have done since we started is on our YouTube channel. So subscribe. So whenever we drop a new video, you'll be the first 
to know. That's right. You'll be the first to know. And also, please share. One of the things that we ask you guys all the time, it's a way of supporting us because it's such important things that we are doing. Um, and we love bringing the information to you guys and bringing you the experts who know about all this stuff right. and can share with you because that's what we're here for. We want to connect people. We're connecting you to all these other people um, so that if you weren't aware, now you got the information. We are the connector. So hence our name, Let's Connect. Let's connect. That's what we are doing. We're connecting. Okay with all the issues that are affecting all of us today. And this is a big one. Um, so go out to our YouTube page, like our videos, please. That's how YouTube knows that we are doing the thing. All right, let YouTube know that you like what we're doing. Like it, press like, subscribe to us. So we have the subscribers and then later on we can start monetizing it, meaning we can make some money off of what we're doing and um, share it. Share our content, please share it with your friends in your network and different people share it. It is that important, okay? All right, so with that, everybody, again, I just wanna remind you, we are here Monday evenings. We're shortening a little bit um, because we're listening to you guys and we hear you sometimes. We don't wanna talk you to death. We just wanna give you the information and let you know where you can find it so you can enjoy it. And you can go on about your business, having your dinner and taking your wine and having a bath in the bathtub or whatever you're doing i don't know what you're doing but enjoy we love spending this time with you this is the show called let's connect come back here next monday 6 p.m eastern standard time please come be with us this is the show called let's connect and it is the place where you find more compassion more empathy and, and less less judgment, judgment. Thank you, everybody. We'll see you next Monday at 6 p.m. Bye-bye. Recording stopped.